0: <laughs> to, the, to the
1: beach or... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm leaving GA
0: down to
1: Florida. We welcome you to the sunshine state. To the Green Industry Podcast. Get ready to ride along on our Florida road tour, powered by Kohler Engines, XMark, Toro's Horizon 360, and the Debt Free Landscaper. We are traveling the Sunshine State, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. And now, here's your host, best-selling author of the new book, "Cut That Grass and Make That
0: Cash," Paul Jameson. All right guys, today on the show we are going to chat with Brad from Copper Creek's Cut or Copper Creek Cuts and uh, he is now the pressure washing uh, guru. <laughs> What's up Brad? Not much, how are you doing sir? Man, I was just watching the YouTube and your video from November 5, 2020 has 5,347,000 or 713 views, dude. Congratulations.
2: Thank you. I
0: appreciate it. So for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, and I am re- really would love to uh, hear a little behind the scenes of this, Brad, and then we'll get into your uh, lawn care uh, business. But what in the world you, you just go, was that your house or a friend's house or what was the story behind this incredible viral video?
2: So what I found is that it's not so much uh, the the work. A lot of times it's just how you frame it. <laughs> so, no, this was not my house. This was a client's house. Um, but I was, you know, I, I usually try and do, for those who don't know, I film myself working. That's kind of my deal. I, I don't really do business advice. I don't sell lawn care courses. I just film myself mowing grass or pressure washing things, and those get a lot of views. Uh, they can get a lot of views. Not all of them do. But anyway, so I, I usually try and make several versions of projects because most of the time not everybody has you know 40 minutes or an hour to invest. So I was just goofing around and made a, a one-minute version that I, I've seen that a lot of times if something's under a minute, I'll click on it even if I'm not interested just because it's such a little time investment. So I just experimented with that and a good thumbnail and a silly title, and uh, and it took off. Wow.
0: Well, that, that is, that is encouraging, man. And, uh, I mean, it's only been out for a few months and it's already over 5 million views. Is that, is that your biggest views?
2: Yeah, it is. The the next one behind it, I'm looking at them right now is over two years old and it only has 3 million. So, uh, hands down, that's been my best performing video ever.
0: Well, congratulations, and uh, I'm I'm excited for you. Now you're over two hundred thousand. I think last time we chatted in Mississippi last year, I forget where you were at, but not not over two hundred thousand, man. That's that's been a, a lot of those no, come no, from that video. New,
2: right, <laughs> that's a recent development. Uh, a big chunk of it is, yeah. I mean, you can always go into uh, to YouTube Analytics and figure out how many subscribers have come from a you know a certain video, and usually it you know it just statistics that the more views you have, the more likely you are to get a subscriber out of it. So yeah, that probably helped contribute. It didn't hurt me. I can say that for sure. Yeah. Well, what, what
0: I don't understand is the 4.1 thousand people that disliked the video. I mean, it it was, it was truly satisfying to watch you clean that dirty (laughs) grimy driveway I, I don't understand a human being because I get a lot of haters myself and and, and I, I chat with other you know social media guys like what is the purpose of disliking a video I mean I could understand if it was like clickbait and you didn't like actually provide what you said you would you know I, I, that's justifiable right. but you did a great job it was a dirty driveway you cleaned it up the music matched like the scene <laughs> changes and you still have 4100 people out there that didn't like it I mean it, our world needs help man.
2: I, uh, I have unfortunately for my mental health had to kind of step back from looking at the, uh, the comments and the thumbs up and thumbs down. It was, it was sucking up a ton of my time. And uh, just like you said, there's always going to be people that are not happy with what you do. And at least for me, I, I'm a very logic driven person. If, if it's just an emotional thing, I have to like, I have to understand why they don't like it, and sometimes you're just not going to get that on YouTube. You know, a lot of times it's some little teenage kid, right? So it's you've got to really remember <laughs> that just because there's a name attached to it, it doesn't mean it's you know like a, a grown adult or something, or or even if it is, they just might not like my personality. It's got nothing to do with the video, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, so but you were yeah, you, but you weren't even in, you weren't
0: even in the video. It just showed your like uh your your boots <laughs> and uh, the the you know the head of the the nozzle of the pressure yeah. washer so anyway man for guys who don't yeah sometimes that's enough yeah. For guys who don't know your story, your friend of the show, you were, you were a guest of mine at the Kohler event last year, and uh, I thought you were retired, and then you kind of came back and, and did a little part-time lawn care, and then you film yourself out there mowing the tall grass, cleaning up the dirty driveways, and then obviously your YouTube stuff's taken off as well. So what exactly are you up to this day? Is you still in retirement? you doing part-time lawn care? Are you enjoying those YouTube millions? <laughs> What's going on, Brad?
2: Yeah, so uh, basically what happened was uh, my wife and I, when we started having kids, I went part-time and eventually retired. I'm doing air quotes from working for Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida. I was there for about 11 years. I started with them as a junior in high school and I went on full-time. So anyways, in 2015, I retired to be stay-at-home dad. And primarily, that's still the main way I think of myself is mainly I'm a stay-at-home dad who... Mows a few days a week and also has a YouTube channel. Uh, But yeah, after a few years, the kids weren't you know infants anymore. They didn't need quite as much care. So I was trying to uh, to help my wife out with the finances. I wanted to get out and do something productive, and uh, lawn care just fit the bill because it's you know it's one of the few things you can do on on your schedule and. You know, as long as you get the job done on pretty much the same day, the clients are thinking it, it doesn't really matter when you get it done. So it just seemed to work. And then uh, by happy accidents, I started posting it to YouTube and some of those tall grass videos took off. And then a light bulb went off and I said, oh, OK, this this is how you grow a channel. These kind of videos. All right. I can do this. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So how do you find these yards? Because here in Atlanta, I mean, I, like, I try to find a mowing tall grass, like yard just to do, and I can't find, I mean, Atlanta is so well manicured and there's, uh, you know, businesses all over the place. So how do you even find these jungles that you eventually, you know, make the video? Like how long do you have to drive around just to find the overgrown lawn down there?
2: So I actually have not had to do that once yet. All the projects I've had are people who have contacted me and said, Hey, I need someone to mow my lawn. And uh, so I live in a very rural area. So, Uh, uh, you know, we're way out in the sticks and we're about an hour from a Jacksonville, Florida. And in the other direction, we're an hour from Lake city, Florida, which is a smaller city, but still much bigger than that. So uh, it's just, it's just a, combination of it being Florida. So everything grows crazy and it being rural. So folks don't quite have the uh, the golf course mentality of aesthetics that they want to apply to their lawns.
0: Yeah. Around here, they got the little security car driving around the neighborhood and, and looking at the HOA regulations. And if you don't have enough mulch or pine <laughs> straw in the beds, or if you have too many weeds in your grass, you'll get a citation. And so it's like, you know, people keep Care, take care. And you are, you are part of our Florida road tour. actually the final interview and uh, with COVID and everything, I wasn't able to get it out to Jacksonville, but I, I traveled the state. And so I was very curious with these wildlife, different scenarios, guys down in the Miami are telling me about, they find pythons on the job and the guy up in 30A, uh, James <laughs> was telling me that there's big old snakes out there. So what, if you're in rural, you know, out there kind of Uh, near the, you know, hour from the ocean. Like, are you getting crocodiles, alligators, snakes? What's your wildlife experience as a lawn care professional in Florida?
2: Yeah. So I've only seen a couple of snakes, Uh, wasps and ants are the bigger, bigger concern uh, because a lot of the places that I try and usually stay in are um, subdivisions. So they're going to be smaller yards, but that even if the, the grass is tall on that yard, it's still in the middle of a subdivision. So, you know, it's not quite like there's a whole lot of wildlife that is migrating to that spot. Uh, but there have been a few times when I've been out in the country when I've seen, you know, snakes or something like that. But aside from the odd snake, and I've probably only seen, I don't know, half a dozen in the, uh, the four years I've been doing this. So thankfully, not too much wildlife. I- I'm supposing there's more. They just, run when they hear the mower and i don't yeah thank
0: god yeah absolutely thank god we do yeah (laughs) over the time that i've noticed the most wildlife and i'm actually going to do a future episode on this because i've heard so many stories and i got stories too but i feel like it's when we're doing landscape jobs where the machines aren't making all the noise and the vibrations and the ruckus and it's more you know you're standing around with a shovel and the snake doesn't you know they don't have the um, sensors to go and flee, you know what I mean? And then they come up to you. So I, I think lawn maintenance has a more of a protection because once you get off the truck and you crank up the mower, or the weed eater, they usually go away. But if you're just out on a job site and there's not much noise, then you're more at risk. That's, that's my takeaway. Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, we're going to kick it over to our producer here uh, from today's show sponsors. And uh, coming up, we're going to chat more uh, with Brad from Copper Creek Cuts in Florida.
1: Have you heard the big news? The Dead Free Landscaper Guy is giving away a brand new Echo PB9010 blower. So, what? Thanks to podcast listeners like you, Debtfreelandscaper.com has become a top resource for the green industry and snow and ice management pros. So to say thank you, Michael Bedell wants to invest back into one lucky green industry professional who has taken big steps to invest in themselves this year. Entering the giveaway is simple. Head on over to Debtfreelandscaper.com. Spend more than $45 before March 15th, and you're automatically entered to win the most powerful oh, blower in, in the, the world. world. The Echo PB 9010. Get details and claim your entry today at DebtFreeLandscaper.com. That's DebtFreeLandscaper.com to gain access to these incredible resources. So this year you can blow past the competition.
2: Make the business part of your landscape business easier and more efficient with Horizon 360 business management software from Toro. It's built by contractors for contractors, helping you simplify business tasks like crew scheduling, equipment management, estimating, invoicing, and more. You'll say goodbye to clutter and chaos and hello to streamlined management and a better bottom line. Check it out at horizon360.toro.com.
1: Your spray rig is the heart and soul of your business. That's why Graham Spray Equipment builds long lasting rigs designed to minimize downtime, maximize efficiency, and improve your income. And then we back it all up with service and support that will blow you away. We're always working for our customers. Putting you first is why we're second to none. Check out Graham Spray Equipment on Facebook. Visit us at GrahamSE.com. or talk to us at 770 942
0: 1617. That's 770 942 1617. Are you ready to improve your bottom line? Have you been wondering how the pros go about assembling their bids and quotes? My brand new Know Your Numbers e-training dives deep into how to price lawn and landscape services. This e-training provides an in-depth teaching of what you need to know to be an expert at pricing jobs, and it also includes our new pricing matrix business tool. This e-training is loaded with the information you need to succeed in assembling accurate quotes. Now, you can earn more than you have ever dreamed of. The Know Your Numbers e-training is an investment in your future, and it's available at the greenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's the greenindustrypodcast.com
1: it's the green industry podcast florida tour sponsored by kohler
0: All right, friends, we are back here with Brad. So what's the 2021 blueprint? Are you working one day a week, two days a week? How many, you know, kind of accounts you have set up? How many days is your route? And uh, what's your plan for uh, Copper Creek Cuts this year? Uh,
2: At the busiest last year, it was four days a week. I don't think I'm going to get back up there. We have actually, as a family, found out we really like RV camping this past year. Oh, wow. We had a place that we would go to uh, in Fernandina Beach, but once COVID hit, we kind of like, eh, maybe not do that. So uh, the issue is that what we were doing this winter was Friday, Saturday, Sunday trips, right? Short little things. But uh, Friday is my commercial mowing day. Now, up here where I'm at, Things had slowed, things slowed down from starting in like October and then November, December, January, February, very little grows except for weeds. So even though, you know, I still had that commercial property that I maintained on Fridays, it was only a once a month visit that needed to be done. So going into spring and summer, partly because we want to RV camp, which means I need Fridays back open. And right now, Fridays are taken up by my commercial property. And Because uh, I've been seeing these kind of videos, you know, I can do one of these videos, and if it takes off, that can cover the entire income that I would have got working a full year for this commercial contract. Right. So I think uh, moving forward for this year, I'm dropping that, uh, not I think, I have given them notice at the end of this month, I'm dropping them. It's not a big account, it's like two and a half acres of green space. Uh, for me, by myself, there's two ponds. It took like between four and six hours a trip, uh, you know, a day, depending on what had to be done. So hedge trimming might add another 30 or 40 minutes. Uh, the edging had to be done weekly. I think that was like nine tenths of a mile of edging. But anyways, I'm going to drop that. So that'll free up all my Fridays. And I think I probably will not work more than, than three days a week beside that.
0: Wow. So, that you, so you're on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday schedule?
2: Uh, probably more like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> six to one and a half dozen of another, but yeah, yeah, Fridays will be free for sure.
0: Awesome. Well, that's really exciting. So three days a week and then what, tell us the, uh, setup you got going on. What kind of mower you rocking this year? What kind of, um, handheld equipment, power equipment and, uh, blowers and, and kind of what have you found as a guy who out there working solo, I you know I know efficiencies everything because you're you're actually the one using the equipment so what have you found kind of works best for uh, your market there?
2: Sure, and one other thing to remember too is as folks are listening to this, I'm not going to be your your typical uh, lawn care business because I've been very fortunate that early on I gained success on YouTube, which led to people saying, "Hey, we've got some equipment we want you to try out." So. Uh, when you hear these things, take them with a grain of salt because it wasn't me busting my butt for, you know, five, six years to be able to get this stuff. Some of this stuff because of the skills that I have in telling stories I was given. Uh, but one, th- the, the very first commercial machine that I did by myself was my green 36 inch Bobcat quick cat stand on. I've still got that and I'm going to keep that because that is great for backyard, mm-hmm. um, Like, like I said, I like the small yards in the couple of subdivisions we have locally. And a lot of those gates are smaller than like a 48 would get through. So the 36 helps me from having to push mow, especially on those overgrown yards. That would be so much labor that I would have to invest. So that's one. Then I have the white Bobcat 48 inch stand on that was given to me by the company last August or September. for those that don't know, Bobcat, the green mower company, was bought by Bobcat, the white construction equipment company. It's a little confusing, but they rebranded their mowers. So they relaunched those in September. So kind of as a publicity thing, they, they sent that to me to make some videos on. So I've got that. That's a 48-inch stand-on. And then uh, just recently, Toro has been very kind to me, and they have sent over a 60-inch zero-turn. And a, uh, I don't know the model number on it, but it's a 24-inch stand-on aerator as well. So I'll be putting those through the paces during this upcoming year. And then as far as stick equipment, uh, most of it is Echo. So I've got their combi system, which I like a lot. Actually, I think they call it CAS. Feel is the combi system. You know, everybody's got their own name for it. Right. But it's the things that split in half. Multi-unit, so you've got the yeah. power base and the attachment, Yeah. And so that's what I use for uh, for edging and some string trimming. And there's been a couple of like random pieces like um, Heart, which is uh, Walmart's electric brand. Now they sent me a string trimmer. I thought it was going to be a complete joke, but it's got a lot of power. And they also sent like five batteries with it, so it's got enough runtime between that I can use that through the day. It's got enough power for my maintenance properties. And It's actually a couple pounds lighter than the uh, the gas one, so. Like I said, I've got a real weird, eclectic mix of stuff. And more often than not, it's because I've just acquired them over the process of making these videos. But that's pretty much what it's looking like for 2021. Okay.
0: And then with the videos, what kind of camera do you use and editing and kind of what's the, what, 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 tell us what you use and then what's your recommendation? Cause a lot of guys are, you know, wanting not necessarily to be YouTube famous like you or whatnot, but just to put a good portfolio on Instagram or YouTube, just in their local market so that they can say, you know, for example, there's a guy in, in Miami, Paul, Uh, Capote day from Miami's um, landscaper, the Miami landscaper. He wants to have a good portfolio. So if the neighbor says, Hey, can you give us a quote? He's like, sure. Hey, check out our work. And then they can actually watch high quality videos and pictures and before and after of his job and his goal with the media isn't to be, you know, the big YouTube famous, all this stuff, but it's to actually showcase, Hey, here's our work. And uh, so there's a lot of guys for various motives and reasons that want to enhance their uh, videography and their skill set of capturing this work. So what do you use and what do you recommend for a guy who's maybe just getting started to to put his lawn care, showcase it through video?
2: And it's funny that that you use that kind of phraseology for what he wanted, because initially that's the same reason I started the YouTube was as a a portfolio that I could say, hey, Mr. Henderson, you want your beds redone? Here's Mr. Johnson's I did down the street. Mm -hmm. You know, give them that proof, that social proof of concept kind of thing. When I started filming, I was using at that time, I think two or three-year-old cell phones from, you know, when we had upgraded that I just kept in the drawer. They shot 1080p. I think as long as you're doing 1080p, you know, you're not going to see much. Like, I'm not saying people don't like it to be 4K, but, you know, most phones... Phones are how most people are going to be watching YouTube. And I think 1080p is what most phones, you've got your outliers. Um, but, you know, as long as you're you, you're using something that shoots HD, I don't think you have to worry beyond that. So I, I used those old cell phones for, I don't know, six or seven months. And then I got whatever the, the current GoPro was for 2018. And I've been using that same thing this entire time. I just got a GoPro nine a few months ago and I hate it because there's so many settings that you have to tweak right out of the box. It's a horrible picture. It makes terrible video. So I find myself because I haven't figured that out. uh, Just going back to this old GoPro that's probably getting on three or four years Mm -hmm. old now. So don't think that you have to use, you know, something fancy. The only thing that I think that I splurged on is I also bought a $120 digital audio recorder and like 15 or $20 worth of lav mic. And so my audio, when I'm speaking to the camera, is generally much better than what you'll see on you know some of the people who are just shooting with cell phones, because especially if you're 5, 10 feet away from the camera, your voice starts dropping out really quick. So having that lav mic capture the audio that's right on you you know, you can sync that to the video sound in post-production, and then you've got a much clearer thing for your voice. And that works real good, especially for like, you know, if you're walking through a landscape and you're far away from the camera, or if you're doing a lawn care setup video and you're walking all different places around the trailer, it gives you a constant volume that you can tie to that video, even though your voice is going here and there and everywhere from the, uh, from the, the video recording device. But that would that would be probably the only splurge that and there's much cheaper audio recorders than that. I mean, you can get like a thirty dollar, you know, stick recorder that just has buttons on it and no screen and, and it'll do the same thing.
0: And then what about after you get the footage and the audio, What what's your editing process or, or best practices that you'd recommend to guys just getting started?
2: I would not worry about spending a whole lot of money on an editor. Um, I have. I'm trying to think of the model number. It's Movie Studio Platinum 13. And I want to say the current one is like 17 or 18. I bought it on sale three years ago, I think, when it was like $20 on Steam. Uh, If you don't know, Steam is like a market. It's almost like an app store, but you buy programs, computer programs and games in Steam, and then you run them through there. But yeah, so I've spent $20 on the editor that I've been using for the last three years. Before that, I used uh, Windows Movie Maker, which I think comes on computers, but it it crashes all the time, and it was more headache than it was worth. But uh, most computers will have some kind of free editor that you can use that's built in. It just they don't have a lot of functionality. But yeah, again, I don't think you have to spend a whole lot of money. On, uh, on an editor, so I'm kind of living proof of that. Yeah, well, this is
0: really encouraging because I've, you know, hearing your testimony here, you've spent very, very minimal, you know, basic setup, yet you execute on the the, the videos that people want to watch and the algorithm wants to promote, and you have over 200,000 subscribers. And I was actually at Greg Chisholm. I don't know if you know the long, uh, he used to be on YouTube as the uh, Geek the Freak, and he has over right. 13 billion views. B I said B, billion and uh, he retired from life. I mean, he just, he's like, he has so much money. He doesn't know what to do with all of it, but he was, cause I was asking him the same question and I was like, what, you know, what, what do you need? And all this stuff. And he's like, I just use that camera right there. And it's just like laying on the counter. Like it's nothing. And it was a $200 Walmart camera. And he's like, that thing right there got me 13 yeah. billion views. And I was like, that thing, like, ah, this thing looks ancient. It looks like a VCR, like camcorder thing. You know, it's not even like modern. Right. And uh, he's like, yeah, that thing right uh-huh. there. And I, was I was like, you got to be kidding me. And because uh, a lot of people think that you need, you know, and I'm not against having nice equipment, but a lot of people are so paralyzed that I need the nice equipment. And then they uh, don't execute on actually creating the content, publishing the content and you doing that so well, Brad. So I'm glad I met you before you're famous, man. We're part of the echo program and, and uh, even at the Kohler event. So I'm glad you still remember me now that you're a big shot, man.
2: You'll always have a special place in my heart, no matter what YouTube numbers look like. <laughs> well,
0: I, I appreciate it, and uh, I appreciate your time. So how can people connect with you on YouTube and Instagram and, and social media?
2: Uh, I hate Instagram, so don't go there. I okay. haven't used that account <laughs> in two years. I don't even, And even in the profile, it says, I don't monitor this account. If you need me, email me. Nobody reads it. They still try and DM me there. But yeah, uh, YouTube is Copper Creek Cuts Lawn Care. If you just search Copper Free Cuts, it'll
0: pop up. All right. Well, keep up the great success, man. It's fun to watch you grow. And uh, I definitely appreciate your family man aspect of setting the boundaries in your business to, to get those weekend getaways and to, to be a quality uh, father and husband and family man. So I think that's a, a great takeaway for a lot of guys that are so obsessed with bigger and better. And and then they they miss out on what's really important, that quality time with uh, family. And so I I appreciate that you making that a priority and and sticking to your um, boundaries, even when the success is increasing. So well done, friend.
2: And thank you for having me on. It's always a, a privilege and an honor being able to come on and catch up with you. I thank you for it.
0: Cool, man. Well, you have a great season and uh, I'll definitely, you, YouTube, uh, you, you have a lot of favor with them because you're you're constantly just popping on up in my uh, newsfeed on YouTube. So keep doing what you're doing, man. And congratulations on the success.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. And I certainly want to congratulate Paul on the success of his first annual Hype House and Florida road tour. He will officially wrap things up tomorrow with a recap episode. And of course, this means we're going to be wrapping things up with the Mr. Producer promo code over at greenindustrypodcast.com. You can save almost $40 on his bundle. That's the package that contains all of his products and services, including a one on one coaching call. That's MR Producer, all one word, MR Producer. Just a few days left on this promotion over at greenindustrypodcast.com or using the link, which I'm going to toss in the show description right now. For almost 40 years, Landscape pros have trusted Exmark equipment to help them get the job done day in and day out. Hey, I'm Mike Mayfield, and as a product manager here at Exmark, I get the opportunity to listen to our customers and test new ideas for our products each and every day. We strive to make our mowers the most durable, comfortable, and advanced in the green industry. Exmark, engineered by us, trusted by landscape professionals, ready to work for you. Kohler introduces an industry-first 300-hour oil change kit. The innovative oil change kit includes new Kohler Pro 10W50 full synthetic oil and Kohler Pro Extended Life oil filter, which, when paired together, triple the oil change interval in Kohler gas engines from 100 hours to 300 hours. You can reduce your annual oil change costs by up to 50% while improving equipment uptime and productivity. Kohler Pro 10W50 oil is engineered for increased wear protection under extreme operating conditions. Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits are available for most Kohler engines. Contact your local Kohler authorized dealer to learn more about Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits. You have been listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Thanks again to the debt-free landscaper, Toro's Horizon 360, Xmart, and Kohler for powering our Florida road tour. Support our sponsors and check out their products as we've provided the links in today's show notes. There, you will also find the link to Paul's new book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. And of course, don't forget to smash that subscribe button and stay up to date with future episodes as the tour rolls on.